to the Women Living in Thailand podcast. Education, information, opinions, and personalities of the fierce females living it up in Thailand. Join our hosts, Caitlin Lee and Jessica Teal, for another session starting now. Hello. <laughs> good morning, good evening, good afternoon, Another wherever we are. Good night. <laughs> good night. Okay, I'm done. We're out. Another day, another <laughs> podcast. I know, right? Oh, man. How are you doing? Super excited. <laughs> are you? I, <laughs> you, I can't tell. Why. I no. can't tell. You don't look excited. <laughs> Not at all. Um, I'm good. It has been an eventful week for Thailand. Yeah, tell us why. Well, considering I work in the cannabis industry, I'm a I'm a little happy <laughs> after uh, the news today. Um, well, yesterday, today, yesterday. Hopefully, in 120 days me. from now, we will. Uh, be happier in our houses. That's all I can say right now. <laughs> you guys will be more chill and more easygoing. Cleaning will get a little bit easier. Will be much more enjoyable. Oh yeah. Eating will oh, be yeah. so great. <laughs> I'm super excited. <laughs> Hell to the yeah. Well, it's about time. It's about time. I knew it. I went to the I went to the cannabis expo back in February of 2020. Um, you know, Kitty was there, and it was the yeah. elevated estate. And I knew it when I attended that expo. I knew that within a couple of years, things were going to start shifting and changing. So hey, you know what? A round of applause for Thailand. Woo-woo. Let's give it 120 days. Oh yeah. Know, oh yeah. yeah. Know oh, how my... things can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just make it change everything. tomorrow. We can Let's maybe change tomorrow. But... There you okay, go. everything's just crossed. crossed. Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, ask me how I'm doing. Ask me how, how I'm doing. How are you doing? Oh, wait. Okay. First of all, where are you? <laughs> oh, I'm back in Iowa. I was okay. in Mexico for a month. Um, I had to deal with some COVID stuff, and I just decided, like, coming back was the best choice. So I'm in mm-hmm. Iowa, and I'm going to tell you right now, it is minus 21 degrees Celsius outside at the moment. <sighs> yeah, and I'm not I'm not Elsa, okay? I am not Elsa. <laughs> I am not going to let that shit go. <laughs> it is uh it is so cold. I can't even begin to explain to you what it what this feels like. So I I can't even fathom either, quite honestly. Yeah, you don't so, want to. Yeah. It'll you'll start shivering <laughs> in your seat if you start to try and imagine what it feels like. So but you know what? I got this cool jacket. That's all I got to say. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. You look like a big brown bear. <laughs> uh, oh, dude, I, I'm so afraid of bears. Like, I, I have a fear of bears. <laughs> really? It's, I have two fears in life. Bears and falling down the stairs. And I know that it's so cool that it rhymes. One day I'm going to make a song out of it. <laughs> I'm afraid of bears and falling down the stairs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also delirious, so. I can see that. I can see that. Big uh, Ninochka says hello. Hi, Ninochka. Uh, hi, Ninochka. Wow, Long time no see. Oh, wow. Yeah, for sure. And we, thank we you, everybody else, for um, joining us. Um, I think I'm going to get the segment started because Let's keeping this one short is going to be very, very difficult. Um, we'll try. Yes, we will. Um, so today 
we are talking about the entertainment industry. Um, more specifically, getting involved in acting in Thailand. Uh, yeah. And uh, I've brought someone I know quite well and who we've been struggling in the industry together since maybe the age of 15. <laughs> wow. And um, we've been through it. So, um, yeah, I would like to call on one of my favorite people in the whole world, uh, Kelly B. Jones. Woo -woo. Hello. Hello. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Hello. Hi, guys. Welcome. How have you been? Oh, I really, uh, that was such a lovely intro. Thank you, Shmer. I called <laughs> the way. It's time the public knew this. No, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> let's not do that. So um, let's get started. Um, okay. Kel, can you just tell me, like, intro yourself for everybody, um, you know, who you are, what you do in the acting industry, how long you've been in, etc. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Um, well, I'm Kelly. <laughs> I'm Kelly. I go by Kelly B. Jones. The B stands for Bronwyn. It's just too complicated. I keep it as Kelly B. Jones because Kelly Jones is a stereophonic singer. Anyway, that's another story. I'm, uh, I have a Thai mom. Uh, I had a Welsh dad. I was born in Singapore, grew up in Hong Kong uh, and Bangkok, and <clears throat> I'm currently living in Bangkok, working as a freelance actor, voice actor. Nice. And what so far, what's your, I, I mean, like, in a nutshell, what's been your experience, like your journey? In a nutshell? <laughs> I mean, did you, did you, did you go to school? Like, how did you get started? Ah, okay, so yeah. um, I I went to a high school and uh, it's pretty much where my love for theater occurred. Um, and then upon graduating, I asked my parents if I could study at an acting school and was told like so many other actors out there that that's not a real job and you can't make a career out of that. And there's no chance that I'm going to spend $25,000 on um, an acting school. Um, now I feel like things are a little bit more different. Uh, but back then I felt like it was very important to go and study something academic and, and um, uh, get a real job, you know, <laughs> yeah. do one of those, do a nine, <laughs> a nine to five. I mean, uh, no disrespect to people who do have nine to five jobs. Trust me, I've been there and wow, respect. Um, but, uh, right. Uh, but so I couldn't go and study that. So I studied, um, what a lot of actors do is media and communications and then didn't like that. And then moved back to Thailand to study filmmaking because I found a course that was teaching, it was called digital filmmaking. And it was my way to kind of do some acting and get some acting experience there. I was straight up the moment, the first day of school, I was like, I'm here because I'm an actor. I'll <laughs> learn all the other stuff, but I'm here because I want to act. So all of you who are going to be future famous directors, please hire me. <laughs> um, and so that was how it began. So sorry, that's that an was a simple That's a very expensive networking event. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, it came with a lot of perks too, right? Because like I learned yeah. how to um, write, direct, edit, and, mm -hmm. and all those things. It, it was very, very useful. So awesome. Yeah. We'll get it, we'll get in a little bit later into where you are now. Okay. Um 
to try and make Can this I just stop for a second and that jacket? Jess is so cute. <laughs> you do look like a bear. She's a little and bear. I, I loved your rhyme that you're Thanks. scared of bears and you don't care. It was and so I'm cute. scared okay. of falling down the stairs too. <laughs> and falling down the stairs too much. Oh, no. I know, so such, strange, such strange fears, I know, but, like, I'm never going to get attacked by a bear, probably, but falling down the stairs is way more, you know, scary, but I'm actually more afraid of bears than the stairs, so it's going to be a Dr. Seuss rhyme type thing. This is day. a Dr. Yes. Seuss session. Forget acting, let's just do Dr. Seuss let's stuff. Katie, about you've Dr. fallen Seuss. down the stairs before? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> okay, we're supposed to stay on track, so... Okay, sorry. <laughs> See, I told you uh, I was bad at it. I know, I know. I know. That's okay. Yeah. That's why there's three of us here. We can make it happen. But okay, so like so, a lot of editing, guys. <laughs> here. Like. So so Kelly, you introduced yourself a bit, and Kat, you've had several years of experience in the entertainment industry as well. Could you maybe drop us a little uh, a note about what your history is and how you got into it as well? Yeah. Um I remember the first time I loved being on stage. And I was like in year four and before that I had no interest in any of this at all. And I just got up and played a really angry German woman and surprised the entire class, the entire stadium, the, enti the stadium of the school, <laughs> the entire <laughs> auditorium, because I was always this shy girl. And all of a sudden I had come out and been like, shoot, get your finger out of your nose. You know, just, and I did that as a, as a, like a fourth grader. Nice. <laughs> and I realized after that, something just went poof. <laughs> I was like, I like it. So me and Kelly were very fortunate in high school to go to a school that was very nurturing of the arts. Um, and, you know, was giving us at least programs uh, that we could go into, uh, learn from. I'm very grateful for a few of our drama teachers that we had at Patina too. Um, I didn't really get bit by the acting bug first. I was walking down in front of Emporium in my school uniform and I got um, approached by an agency to become a model. Um, so at the age of 15, I started as a model first, which then translated into acting when I started getting into TVCs, etc. Like we were doing weird productions in high school and stuff. Um, but nothing really big started until after I started modeling. So it, when I started getting commercials in, TV shows, et cetera, that's, that's where I started actually looking into, maybe I could do this. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, it's, it's, it's so cool to know that both of you ladies were kind of writing that, that, that journey together. I mean, that's really special. Yeah. That must've created such a great friendship between the two of you, so. Yeah, it was actually three of us. Okay. Yeah, it was three of us. Um, this one right here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There we go. Ailey McQueen. Uh, yeah, she she was on our ride with us. I have to say, we've been very lucky. We've been very blessed to have each other, especially going through this industry. Um, it's rough out there, and we'll we'll get into talking about that. But but you know, one of our talking points is to find a support system because we do have to remember that 
this industry is not a completely non-toxic industry. <laughs> In fact, yeah. finding the non-toxic people are quite difficult, <laughs> but it is possible. So uh, yeah, we'll get into that. But I was thinking the, the way we could do this more interestingly for people who might be new to Thailand is what do we do when we first get here? You know, what we arrive to Thailand, we have been bitten by the acting bug. Then what? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Right? Um, how old are you? I'd say early 20s to mid 20s, in the 20s. Let's go with 20s. Okay, so you're in your 20s, you've just moved to Thailand specifically to act, or you, you it's all important. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, like you decided you just like, you want to. Well, I mean, let's do this for the people who want. Okay, so um, you come to Thailand and you want to act. The first thing, the first thing I would do is get on Facebook, and because I would need to meet other actors, I would need to network with them and find out who are these casting directors. Um, where can I get some classes? Uh, can I get headshots done? You know, if you don't know how to edit. Can someone, because they're an editor that can make me a show reel? We'll get into that later. But um, I would get on Facebook, get on the Actors Association of Thailand, Actors in Asia page, Actors Casting in Thailand. There's so many, I can't list them now, but they are all there. You just you use Facebook as if it was a Google search bar and just write acting, Bangkok, yep. casting, Thailand. 100%. And, right? And then, and also type in theater because those are the more nurturing yes types yeah and um so that's one thing i i would suggest doing the other thing i would suggest doing is going into the theater so it's been hard obviously because of covid for example the theater i worked at in 2020 we were in the middle of rehearsing a show covid came we postponed postponed and now it's closed inevitably like it's just done so there's a, and it wasn't the only one. There's so many that were closed, but what is still going strong is a community theater called the Bangkok yeah. Community Theater. And it's a good way to get a kickstart on um, just getting yourself out there. Um, yeah. Obviously, it, it's I mean, it community should, theater. It should, it should be said that while it is community theater, like the people who head BCT, yeah. uh, Bangkok Community Theater, they are like, they're getting jobs left and right, international films. Yes. Like there are people who, but like, that is where you make the connections for sure. Exactly, for sure. Yeah. I, I'm very much like the lady that runs all of it. I don't know if we can mention names, but um, hi, Bonnie. Um, hi, and Bonnie. it's really, <laughs> it's a great way. It's exactly what I did actually in my early 20s when I wasn't able to find a platform. I went to the BCT and I ended up doing three plays with them and I yeah. really had a great time. And just, you know, it's important to note you don't get paid for community theater. Um, so you have to invest and dedicate your time, your mm -hmm. energy. And, and a little bit of money too. A little bit. Yeah, and your own money. Yeah, exactly. And the money that they do make goes to charity. So, you know, you can't, mm -hmm. you can't really uh, fault that. The other thing I would do <clears throat> is, um, well, I already talked about networking with actors and is to find do everything you can to find agents yeah. and casting directors. Yeah. And so I think I think on this we need to kind of broach of 
depending yeah. where you're coming from in the world. Uh, yeah. But from most people that I've met, the concept of agents here is very yes. different from overseas. So let's let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Well, okay. So um, usually here, you not okay. Let's talk about the West. In the West, you you get an agent and you are exclusive to them. You have a contract, and that is that, and they represent you fully. And end of story. It's actually great news when you have an agent in the West. Here, you don't tie yourself just to one. Models in the modeling agency do have exclusive contracts, yeah. but we're not talking about models. We're talking about actors, and they'll just call you when they have a job and you can send your profile to 10 15 agencies and they may all hear about the same job and they'll all call you to go for an audition and you kind of just have to choose which one you want to go with um yeah. <laughs> rule of thumb for me is i go for the first one that contacted me same yeah right and 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 that just seems fair they all take the same they all take 30 percent off of your fee um and their job is, you know, to send you to the casting and then make sure you're paid at the end of the yeah. job. So, um, I mean, it should be said that there's not a lot of nurturing from an agent's side. There's nobody going out looking for work for you. They are going out accepting work. And if you fit with what they need, they'll contact you. Um, yeah. Not without taking 30 to 35%. Depending right, thirty-five because of on the, the, job. the on top tax yeah, thing. On top of yeah. the tax. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's a, it's painful. It will be painful, especially for people who are used to working in the West, who get ten to fifteen percent taken off. Yeah, to come here and get double that. Um, but it is the way that it is, and it it's is. not just Thailand. It's actually like that in Hong Kong as well. Um, not the percentage, but the the multiple agencies. Mm -hmm. You can just call it by anyone. I think Malaysia and Indonesia as well. Philippines. Yeah. So, yeah. so for me, I think 100% the Facebook groups are where you go to meet people. You find out who's who, who's doing what, who's running what. Um, yeah. You know, once and, and, and keep in mind, we are all a very tight knit community. <laughs> Everyone knows everybody within the yeah. OGs of acting in Thailand. Yeah. yeah. So it goes without saying burning one bridge here will, will burn quite a few, quite honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to say that that is the probably likely the case anywhere in the world. Mm, you don't yeah. want to be an asshole. You don't want to no. be difficult because a shoot specifically if we're talking about film, um, and it's there's so much high stress. There's a lot of money at stake. There's a lot of people to coordinate, and you're yeah. one little actor, and you cause yes. problems. No one is going to want to work with you again. No. And and you could say that for a company, for any other type of industry as well. Who wants to work with a difficult person? No one. So leave your egos at the door, mm -hmm. and just do your best. You know. Yeah. For um, sure. I mean, we've both worked in production. I've I've worked as an agent casting. Yeah. Oh, you the know. amount you of, know. yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll get into that a little bit. Um, <laughs> I will give my tips of do's and don'ts. <laughs> I love the thousand miles stare. <laughs> Your face is like, we'll get into that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. My, a... my PTSD just popped up. Sorry. <laughs> I, I was twitching. I saw it. I saw all of it. So, I mean, um, let's, let's talk about the options that we have in Thailand. Um, as far as acting. 
you know, we, we talked a little bit about theater. Theater, sadly, right now is not. Yeah, yeah, it's on pause. We yeah. we hope we hope it's back soon, honestly. But yeah. for now, it's it's on pause. Um, so we're talking post COVID. Um, since opening, for you, what are what are the most jobs you've seen popped up? I've, I've got a few in my mind, but but lately, post COVID, what have you seen lately? Yeah. Um, the films from from Hollywood are coming back. Right. Um, so there was like a big pause and there's so many huge, huge, huge. like, what do you call it? High, high production quality, high budget. That's one. Um, huge budget. High budget films are coming here um, with A-list actors and use, in shooting in Thailand because it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a beautiful location, one. It's affordable. But also, I just have to say, the production companies and the crews, the production teams, lighting teams, sound teams, all of it are amazing here. They're so good. And Thailand is famous for that. It's famous for having amazing crews, amazing production value. Um, so they can get a great location. They fly from the States. They get a great location on a lower budget. And okay, so they have to do, well, at least last year, they had to quarantine everyone for for two weeks. <laughs> Long time. Yeah. Yeah. But it was still cheaper probably than shooting in the States to pay for all those quarantine hotels and everything and fly everyone over. So, um, I mean, a shout out. So shout out to Ron Howard's movie, which I know he did cast here, um, which they shot predominantly in Australia. I'm sure. Australia. Yeah. Yeah. So this movie that's coming out, I just actually read this today. This movie that's coming out, they, they did it on the test audience. And it was actually the highest rated movie ever for through the test audience. And this movie is called 13 Lives uh, by Ron yeah. Howard. It's about the uh, the cave kids and the rescue. Yes. The, yeah. the kids in the cave. Yeah. yeah. Which is also to, why specifically people were cast in Thailand. For sure. For sure. But I mean, if yeah. so on top of the international... Um, the international movies, the Hollywood movies that are coming in, I think a lot of people might notice that Netflix are making huge moves right now yes. in Thailand and internationally. Yeah. 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 Have you had any word or experience in that since there? There are a lot of um, locally produced series and films for Netflix. Netflix has an office here, basically. They have a team, they have writers working. And so the the um, productions they're doing are are in Thai. The, yeah. the ones that are for Netflix are all in Thai. Um, but it's amazing because it is opening up like the whole world to Thailand because now they're thinking, well, do we have to write them in Thai? They could be anything. Like yeah. we could write anything here. And there's the writers that came here originally from what I heard were from LA working with Thai writers. And, or there's like... Um, uh, a director, writer, a well-known director, writer here that wrote some, a, a film for Netflix, not necessarily for Netflix, but wrote a film completely in English, but sold it to Netflix and, and just changed it all into Thai. And it's mm. coming out soon and it's really cool. Um, they did recently changed the title. So I can't, I can't remember what the new title is. I know. Don't you know. worry. Yeah. So I don't want to, to say it. It happens um, a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's a sci-fi though. So. If, oh, okay. You know. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so I mean, on other than other than Netflix, 
Look, if it, like you said, it depends on the goal with what you're here, what, what you want to do here. If you want to make money solely on acting here, I would not recommend it. It's not really an option. Um, I do know actors who are willing to take extra parts, main extra parts, any any roles basically, um, just just to make a living. But it should be said that I don't know really anyone who's international who doesn't speak Thai who can make a living purely on acting. Yes, they. I mean, they would also have to do another form of acting. Yeah. In my opinion, they would have to do voice acting. And that exactly. is, I know plenty that are making a living from, from, from that. Actually, to go back to what you were saying, uh, remember when you said you, you're in your 20s and you moved to Thailand, what do you do to get started in acting? You just reminded me of something that I forgot, something that I did as well, extras, extra jobs. Mm -hmm. So uh, in the beginning, I accepted so many yeah. extra jobs, so many extra jobs. My claim to fame is I was in The Hangover. My yes, legs. I remember. <laughs> We're behind, walking behind Bradley Cooper. <laughs> um, but I, you know, but it was you. You do these extra jobs to get it yourself involved, get yourselves in the scenes, get the right contacts, and get an idea of what it's like if you've never been on set to mm -hmm. go to be an extra and see. You know, it's amazing, actually, and you learn a lot. Be um, a fly on the wall. Do not talk the to the director yeah. or anyone. So please don't do that, guys. Are we? Please yeah. If, we, if that, I'm to, if I'm gonna give advice, like keep your phone, keep professional, keep your phone away. Don't run up to the star of the show and be like, can I have a selfie? Um, you know, just keep it professional. Take it seriously. If you are an actor that wants to take it seriously, even take your tiniest little extra role seriously. Mm -hmm. Who am I? I'm a person sitting in a cafe. I need to be talking and eating realistically like I'm doing that but so anyway I just wanted to say that no that's also I agree a good thing to do hundred yeah. percent so let's let's mm. be set like what you said we will we need like extra income and what from what you know it's a lot of voiceover work you know modeling also um, yes, modeling. and then I know a lot of people who are just have side gigs or are teachers <clears throat> and and just kind of still want to act on on the side too yeah um but what what advice do you have people who want to train who actually want to get education oh, yeah yeah um well it depends on the kind of training you're looking for if you want industry standard uh qualified um professional teachers or courses that you can write put on your resume be like i completed the so-and-so method course or whatever um then you're not generally not going to find it here in thailand mm. however there have been cases including what what i and a group of my actor friends have done is we've flown a uh, acting coach from la um over by all paying a certain fee each and we flew him over put him in an apartment and did like a seven day intensive with him and we wanted to do that was the the first one of that kind that we did where we started bringing people over and and we were like we're going to do this all the time and we had a whole bunch of acting coaches that we wanted to bring in and then covid happened and <laughs> we and we stopped we couldn't do it because it was like 
he's not going to be, he or she, or they are not going to be able to come and do a two week quarantine. And then, you know, and it was just, it was, it was too much. So that's definitely something that hopefully when this all bypasses, we get back into. Um, but the other option obviously is like what, what, what we're doing is online learning. So there are so many options. If you want to join in a, um, an acting intensive from the States or from the UK, you can, you can pay, you can sign up. Um, the only problem is the time difference. So you could be doing it at one in the morning, um, but they're pretty popular. A lot of people doing, I did it for, correct me if I'm wrong, Anthony. I think I did it for a year and a half with Anthony Montez. I'm sorry if it was more, <laughs> maybe two, but online for just, because we brought him in and then COVID happened, he couldn't come back. And so we just continued online mm. twice a week. And um, and it was amazing, or maybe it was once a week. My memory's terrible, but they were long. Awesome. They're like four-hour <laughs> sessions, and it was um, it was great because <laughs> because and I said this to you, Katie. If, in order to be continue to be a good actor, you could you could already be a good actor, right? You could have that natural talent, but if you're not continuing to to perfect your craft, mm -hmm. you aren't going to land the jobs. Yep. And I learned that the hard way because I, I had a natural knack for it in high school. And then I, I, I then went off to film school and then I was like, I guess I just have it, you know? And then I was like, just throwing myself out there and doing it. And then I started to not book things. I would get so close. I would get like shortlisted and, and, and have a call back. And then I'd be like, meet the director. And then the last me like, yeah, we went with the other person. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, there's something that I'm not doing right. And then, you know, a friend of mine, a fellow actor friend who's like, have you ever trained? And I was like, no, no, I've done like small workshops here and there, but I'm not like full on trained. He's like, it's like a muscle and you need to work it out and you need to keep training no matter how good you are, no matter how long you've done it. I've been acting for 15 yep. years now. It, I still need and seek training. Um, so yeah, it's important. I think did that's I a huge piece of advice. You did, you did. You got it. You got it right. <laughs> okay. um, it, it's important to also say there are some local courses. There are yes. uh, here and there. Gonna, I don't know about now. Yeah, COVID yeah, kind of stopped a lot of them and a lot of people left. But sorry, go ahead. So please. it goes with the same with the Facebook groups. You can go in and see who's offering what. Um, it really depends on the level you're looking for. It, it depends with the level that you're at. You know, if this is something that you're yeah. just kind of like, hey, I want to get to know, then there's no there's no harm in going into yes. into these. Like like what you said, you need to be immersed into this. You, it is yeah. a muscle. So in any yeah. way, shape, or form, you know, it might not be some huge weightlifting, but at least, you know, you got something yeah. smaller over there. Yeah, you know, you're still exercising. Exactly. You're still you can, exercising. You don't don't have to go to the gym to work out. You can work out no. in your home gym. It's a similar exactly feeling. And there yeah. are people here doing it. And and I know that yeah. there's a, a few places that are super supportive. I don't want to say any names or places because I don't know what's open. I don't know who's doing right. what. Yeah. yeah, I don't know with COVID and stuff. But the information is definitely out there for sure. And it, it is an for option. Sure. I found that BCT, uh, Bangkok Community Theater, was also a good way to just yeah. get back in you know definitely just have fun 
you it's, know, it's, nice. it's, it's so much fun. That was the, so the, fun. the key takeaway from it for me was it got rid of my, you know, it boosted my confidence a bit because it got rid of a mm -hmm. bit of stage fright. And yes. then I instantly Oof. had so much fun um, and met tons of people. Um, the other thing about finding training and finding people is also just even if you don't want to train, like you really like, no, I don't want to train. You should, <laughs> but I don't want to. It's important to do it anyway, in my opinion, because you start building a community, which is like key to growing as an actor. Mm -hmm. um, so building community, meaning making friends that are other actors. And then one of them goes, oh, you know what? I have a, an idea and, and I want to I want to shoot it. Why don't we get together, find a friend? We shoot that idea. And I put that into my um, show reel and you can put it in your show reel too. And you start sharing all these like projects and opportunities and growing together. Yeah. Acting people think it's a solo job and, and I did as well, um, but it isn't. You, you need to do it together. You find a group of, of other actors who are as passionate as you or as hardworking as you and you, you help each other out. So I agree. 100%. Yeah. Let's um, before we get on to the the nitty gritty topics. Um, let's go, let's talk about the casting process. Um, okay. What, what does somebody need? What should they prepare for? And then I'll, I'll add my, my endings as a casting agent also. <laughs> okay. Are we casting for a film, right? Yeah. Film. Okay. Cause TV commercial castings, which I just came from are so different. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, we could go on for hours about this, honestly. Let's just do like film slash normal TV okay. castings. <laughs> okay, film castings here, um, they generally will, I guess you can call them cattle calls. They'll call everybody that is available, that is suitable to the role and book a time for you. Um, they'll send you sides. If um, For those of you who don't know who sides are, it's uh, two or three pages of a scene in the movie um they, sometimes they'll send you like a, a week in advance sometimes they'll send it to you the night before sometimes you get it on the day sometimes the you get it on the day yeah um it's it's n not necessarily anyone's fault it could just be that it wasn't ready um i don't know don't get into that there's a lot but... of reasons guys trust me <laughs> we don't yeah we don't want you to cast <laughs> without seeing the script either but honestly you know clients yeah. are clients shit happens <laughs> yeah exactly. um, and so you prepare on your sides you go in you um you nor normally fill out a form and then you get called in and you'll have sometimes you'll just have a casting director and a camera guy but in, in a few cases especially in the last few years i've had the casting the camera the producer the director and it's just so many and I'm shitting my pants and it's all these people there and I'm like okay don't panic don't cry um and it's a little part of me is like I'm so scared I'm, I'm gonna cry when there's yeah. a lot of people staring at you and they look very very professional and know what they're doing anyway and then you go in and they'll have someone to read along with you on the other side of the camera um you'll maybe get two or three chances Yep. to do it uh then you'll do some pictures to take pictures i by the way i'm terrible with the pictures i would recommend practicing in front of a mirror some poses 
I know that sounds ridiculous, but Katie, you know. It's not ridiculous at all. I and I will get in yeah. I will get into this on our modeling segment. It's not ridiculous at all. It's okay, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, because otherwise I'll I've be seen like, some interesting poses in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've learned to put my chin down because I've like you want your little casting photos because they're gonna use that to present to the to the director. You want it to look as good as a headshot almost. So yeah. you want your chin down, your good angle, your smile, and and you want it to look great, but also not like you're posing. You don't want to be like, you know, so. No. <laughs> it's definitely so something that needs practice. And your yeah. intro, your intro should have practice your intro. too. Yes. Um, so hello. And before yeah. going oh, into yeah. the casting, I think it should be said that um, I, I know that people with reels have a higher percentage of getting chosen uh, than people who don't have reels. Reels are very important. Very important. That's, I, I that is true. It's, yeah. For those, for years. those out there who don't know what a reel is, oh. could you please give us an explanation? <laughs> yes, I apologize. A show reel, uh, or, or sometimes called a demo reel, is clips of your previous work, of, of any films that you've done, any scenes with you only in them that is short, like no longer than three minutes. Um, That's, yeah. And it's, and yeah. And you just edit, have them edited together with your name in the beginning. And that's that's about it. I mean, there's so many different ways to cut it. So I won't get yeah. into that. But... Like a video resume. Basically. Yeah. yeah. I've seen uh, I've seen a few people do it on uh, like a, a pretty basic website also like their their reel is on a yes. on a link rather than a file also so that could be a I think the what what do you guys suggest is a, a video file or a link better for sending to casting If you have a landing page I would be yeah. much more impressed but I okay. would want a landing page with the actual reel being the main character and if I want more information about you having it below if you're going to write all this crap, I don't want to know. I want your reel. I want to know what you've done a little bit, and then we'll go from there. Okay. So yeah. my experience actually recently was when I sent a link to my reel. Um, I was told a long time ago, by the way, to not have your reel online, uh, mm -hmm. to not have your latest reel online, to have it on. Uh, you can have it online, but pr private <clears throat> and share it only to the relevant people. Your reel is ever changing. And what was once good three years ago, if you have that online, can be scrutinized later on. You are constantly evolving this thing and you don't want something to bite you in the butt later. So you, you can, if you're either really good at updating and removing the video and putting a new video on, then yeah, by all means, have it online. But I was told by uh, an industry professional from LA, it's like, you don't put it online. That's like, you, you keep it for yourself to send. You can have it on Vimeo and YouTube, password protected, mm. unlisted or something, and yeah. then send it as a link. But recently I had an, a situation where I sent the link and they were like, no, we need the actual file, please. So I was like, oh, how come? And they're like, because we upload it to a server where it's mm -hmm. like seen by the producers, the director, blah, blah, blah. So <clears throat> to okay. their own personal server. So yeah. So it's good to have both available yes. and ready. And as far as updating your reel and stuff, I, so guys, just a quick thing. I went to film school <laughs> a 
and made you oh, a yeah, video right. production. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm asking, uh, the questions I ask are for informing our audience. Well aware. <laughs> um, yeah. Oops. Um, so uh, one of the things I was going to say is, I think another thing, another great tool, and like you said, it's about building your network and having a support system around you. There are so many people who are just, you know, starting in the film industry and um you know they're getting they're getting into things and like they're wanting to edit they're wanting to direct they're wanting to do all kinds of things find those people and work together you know maybe like okay i'll i'll be on your student film if you can edit my reel for me right because not Mm -hmm. not every actor out there is going to know how to put together a great reel but or or know somebody who can do it (laughs) at the beginning stages of your you know journey as an actor so I would say, yes, band together and find those people who can support you, not only like for discussions, but to help you build your own profile. And in exchange, you do that for them as well, right? You kind of become each other's, you know, clients in a way. Um, That's how we got by in in film school too, you know? It's like, oh, you do set photography, oh, you uh, do lighting, and then we all just rotated on each other's films for, you know, two or three years straight. So um, definitely find those people who can help you build yourself up, build your profile up as well. Until, you know, you can make it and afford, you know, more expensive services. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm still in contact with um, them. I used to do free acting for Mahidon acting school. I'm still in contact with some of those kids. Shout yeah. out Kevin. Shout out okay. Um and they're doing crazy things. They're working in journalism. They're still in the industry and we still like, you know, hit work off of each other from time to yeah. time. It was it's interesting. Um yeah. Kel, I wanted to talk about uh reels actually because I remember mm-hmm. we talked about this during the brief and I wanted you to bring it up. Um what advice do you have for people who don't really have any work behind them? Oh my gosh. So that's like a huge problem for all actors all around the world who are starting up. It's so annoying, especially if a reel is required to submit for a job and you're trying to start out. It's like applying to a company and being straight out of university and them going, where's your experience? I'm like, well, I just finished school. I'm like, how? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you have to make your own. It's, I mean, that's what everyone is doing. And just like what Jess said, network, become buddies with film students. Trust me. And they, you can either write your own stuff, which I recommend because when you write your own stuff, you literally put yourself in exactly the role you want in the, Mm -hmm. the character portrayal that you want casting directors and directors to see. And, um, yeah, but if you're not a good writer, then you can get, you know, a writer friend or someone else to help you look at it yeah even if you don't write your own stuff sorry katie even if you don't write your own stuff you can shoot scenes that you find in plays you Mm -hmm. can't if it's just your show reel you're not earning a living uh from it you're not you know making money from it so there's no copyright issues it's just for your reel but obviously maybe you can't put it online i'm not sure about that that the the limits there but anyway you can find a scene and get a friend to shoot it and edit it in and say here here's some examples of my acting you know i completely agree i i was thinking that um when we were younger when we were doing this in our day <laughs> back in our day, back in our day. <laughs> all those years ago uh, we didn't have fiverr or upwork 
or anything like that. Oh yeah, no. You yeah, can yeah. totally hire a writer who of, of any niche, an yeah. editor, you know, if, if, if you haven't gotten into that but are in a rush. Like yeah. it's it's so I don't want to say easier, but it's a lot more accessible. It's a lot Definitely. more accessible now. Like for a hundred dollars, you probably get your website, your show reel. You can yep. film the scene, get something edited on Fiverr, Upwork, whatever other yeah. website like that. But yeah, you could. I'm There's jealous, also <laughs> an amazing site um, that was created by Joseph Gordon Levitt, the, the actor. Yeah, uh, it's called Press Record. That yeah. is an amazing site to get into. I don't know how many local creatives are in that site, but that site is for anybody who is creative who wants to look at writing options who just wants to get like i don't know just ideas you know inspiration yeah. I, I really do recommend that because they they do have projects sometimes but also yeah. you can join in the products as an actor or whatever if you get chosen and that can be on your reel too yeah i mean i think that's a great outlet for it I think a friend uh, of mine, an actor friend here, actually did a project on that. Oh, one. wow. Yeah. Um, Very cool. Yeah. You know him. Shout but, out yeah. to Joseph Gordon Lovett. Yeah. <laughs> he went to my high school. He went to my high what? school. Yes. Yeah. Shut up. Uh, so quick side, quick sidebar. <laughs> I was in my geography class with our teacher, Mr. Bechtel, and he got a phone call from K-Rock, -Rock, the, the rock and roll station. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt was on there and he was like, hey, what's up, Mr. Bechtel? So he, we had like the whole class got to say hello to him online or on the phone at that time. Uh, this was like 2002. Uh, oh. Yeah. So he went to my high school. How cool is that? <laughs> I love him. Very awesome. cool. Do you remember yeah. him in high school? Like, did you see him in the cafeteria? No, because when I, when I start, well, I think when I started high school, he was just, he had just graduated or was graduating that year. So we oh. never, I never crossed paths with him, you know? Yeah. But yeah, such it's so, dream. it's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. He's that such a good crazy. actor too. Such a dreamboat. Love that man. A dreamboat. All right. <laughs> dreamboat. <laughs> All right. Now that I, uh, now that I'm, uh, Sexualizing Joseph. Are you flustered? Are you flustered? I love it. Who? <laughs> Joseph? Guys. Oh my. He is. He is pretty Joseph cute. Gordon. He's pretty cute. Do you he's know why so he's so hot? Is because he's a feminist. He loves women, and he's just cute. That's, yeah, and he doesn't like. He doesn't. Like. He doesn't feed into that. I'm. I'm hot thing. He just does it naturally. So he's just it. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, new topic. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're done. Sexualizing Joseph Gordon-Levitt. We let's love talk about beauty standards <laughs> and being if a woman in the industry. Like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, get out! No, exactly. <laughs> beauty um, standards. So, being a woman, basically, in the in the industry, and more specifically, the Asian industry, um, mm. what has been your experience with um, being typecast or roles in general? What have you found? Yeah. Okay. Um, that's a lot to unpack there, but yeah, I know the first thing you said was beauty standards. And yes. Um, one of the things you do as an actor, obviously is TV commercials. And when I first started out here, uh, going to TV commercial castings, audition castings, they're called castings really, really, broke my soul like yeah. it really hurt a lot and I was very confused and I was 
very close to just not doing acting at all because everyone told me I had to do TV commercials and go up and up and up. Um, anyway, the things that the, the expectations of, of beauty in Asia, it's, it's changing now. But back then it was you had to be white, mm -hmm. like white skinned, not Caucasian, but white skinned. Um, you had to be skinny, like very, very skinny. Um, and that's, that's about it. Obviously you have to be beautiful if it's like a, I don't know, a beauty cream or, or makeup or fashion thing. But the big thing was the color of my skin. Mm -hmm. And I, I remember going, going, I, I can't do anything about that. You know, they're like, yes, you can use whitening cream. Stay yeah, out of the go. sun. You know, use, and I'm use like, the whitening cream. <laughs> use the whitening cream, and I was like, uh, "By the way, the whitening cream is just like sunblock, right? And vitamin C. It's, uh, it's like the biggest scam I feel in the world." <laughs> um, but anyway, so it was it really broke my confidence, and if you're you know you have to be ready also for that that you won't fit into their idea of what beauty is, and I'm sure that's the same for every country in the world, but. It, in Thailand, they're vocal, they're vocal about it. Like, As we, I'm sure we've all experienced. Like, if you've been yeah. here long enough, you know the way Thai people tick. And some of their greetings are, oh, my God, did you get fat? Yeah. Wow. You're so fat. <laughs> Whether Why they know you, so you or not. <laughs> Whether they yeah. know you or not. Are you pregnant? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I've gotten I've that one that. a few times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So when we, take, when we take that, when that's already instilled in the culture, and then you are at or in an industry that is already okay and um, willing to point out where you suck, all your flaws, where they think you suck, where yeah. they think your flaws are. Um, like what you said, you need to be ready for that, quite honestly. Yeah. Um, make thick sure that skin, you have right? a thick skin. Yeah. Um, this industry is not for anyone who doesn't have a thick skin, quite honestly. You won't, I've seen it crush people who, who don't have thick skin. So get ready to pay for therapy is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> or, um, you know, just don't take it in. No, it's not, it's it not in. yours. Yeah. I, the I, thing I, is, I, is when you know what you're gonna go into, it's okay. That's true. Yeah, and when you're older. Yeah. Exactly. And when you're older, you don't care as much. But if you're thrown in as a 15-year-old yeah. and people Oof. are like, ah! the, the, that so is also for that. modeling. Yeah, the <laughs> modeling industry is a can be, not is, but can be a toxic, vicious place for young it can, women. Yeah. Young and, and it should be said that that can, that can leak into especially TV commercials because both models yeah. and actresses are called in for TV commercials. Yeah. So they are still in that mindset of, you know, let's, let's, let's pick you apart. Basically. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's really funny now because you're right. It actually, in fact, in the past, I think it was only models that were called in for TV commercials only. Yes. Um, the only reason to be honest that I have been doing so many TV commercials now is because this is literally what I get called, what, what they say. Hey Kelly, um, I have a TV commercial casting. They're looking for real actors. Can you come? And I'm like, yes, I can come. <laughs> I am coming just with the ability of acting, not because of my goddamn looks, you know. Or, Amen. 
Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm so happy about that. And whether my skin is tanned or not, they don't care. They, I love it. It's so much better now. I mean, um, you're right. I, I, I feel like, oh, have you seen how many models and actors have tattoos now? Do you know how forbidden that was? I am yes. so upset. <laughs> I had to wait so long to get any tattoos. <laughs> and now it's but like honestly, it's so I'm, I'm happy accessible. to see the. The beauty standards change here and and shout out to the new generation shout out to uh 20s and all the way down like honestly you guys are killing it right now with with telling people how to act quite honestly yeah. and I, I hope people are listening and yeah. i hope it continues because the yeah. beauty standards can now be what we make it not what you know whoever owns fucking nestle or or you know, Sephora or whatever decides it to be at that exactly. time, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's so much to be, to be said there, but There's yeah, so it much. is, it is, it's definitely changing. I saw a big billboard of a, a famous actress here, actually. Um, I think she was advertising water. I can't remember. And she was bronzed up, golden skin, just glowing on that. And I was like, I just had a flashback of like 10 years ago and, you drive on the highway and all you would see on the billboards is like pasty, pasty, pasty white see-through people yeah. on there. Because that was all that was allowed. Not trying to offend like any pasty yeah, white people out there. <laughs> Go ahead. Won't take it personally. Thanks. <laughs> what they're trying to say to a, a country which is like more than half tanned. They're trying to tell yeah. you all, the whole country. It's trying to tell all of Thailand, you're not good enough because you're not white skinned like mm -hmm. everyone in the TV commercials. Like, how yeah. is that supposed to make everyone feel? So I'm so glad that that's that it's changing. It it's changing. not there yet, but it's it's, it's on not its there. Guys, well, you know, uh, just as a bad. reminder, just as a reminder to put it into perspective. You know, in some countries, the more tanned you are, the more wealthy you are because you've had time to hang out in the sun and bask in, you know, the beautiful sun rays. And in other places, the more tanned you are means you're working in the farm or you're not able to afford to protect yourself from the sun. So that's how you know that it's, it's like, just it's it, it doesn't you know, it doesn't really mean anything. And it's, it's really anything. refreshing to hear from both of you that you've both seen that things are changing in the industry also. Oh, um, yeah. and becoming more open-minded and accepting. I have a quick question. Um, when it comes to like TV commercials um, and even modeling, what if you get casted for um, a product that you don't really support? How do you, how do you deal with that? I have been through this so many times. You, I mean, you, you can say no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you if can it's say no, sure. Yeah. Um, I actually know an actor who did a tobacco, a tobacco ad and said he felt so sick, so, so sick after he could never recover really from that. Wow. And it wasn't worth whatever fee he was paid. And yeah. And he's forever um, on this ad, like smoking now. And people would see that. And yeah, exactly. You, you do need to it. be very careful what you're involved in, um, what you're putting yourself up for. Um, my husband, who I haven't mentioned, but he's a he's an actor here in Thailand. He does movies and soaps here. Um, shout out, Bay. <laughs> um, he, we had to have a long discussion 
after a while. If, if you've seen enough Thai soaps, you'll understand why. But um, I had to have a long discussion with him about rape scenes, um, about accepting work that has rapes, rape scenes, etc. And we knew that it was a risk to lose that job, that probably the director would choose to change the actor rather than the script. Um, but we just kind of came to a consensus as a couple that we would prefer that than to be pushing any rhetoric around rape in soaps, which I yeah. could get into a whole spiel about, but I will not. Whole, That's yeah, a, a whole other thing. But I think yeah. you need to remember, especially nowadays, that everything is forever once it's on the internet. That's it. It's there. Yes. As um, an actor, and, everything yeah. you do will exist forever. Everything. Every tweet, mm -hmm. every post, every Instagram, every story, it will be out there. People will find it or they will leak it somehow. So make sure that you are making wise choices for yourself. Now, where that line is, is completely different with different people. That's yeah. up to you, but keep that in mind for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, unfortunately, um, so many people, you know, who are not in the entertainment industry side when they see an actor or model uh you know connected to some sort of product even though we know you know behind the scenes like okay it's a job right uh, but a lot of people don't understand that and they automatically think you are some sort of representative of said product and it can forever yeah. damage your reputation right so yes for I think sure. being mindful about the jobs you agree to, the things yeah. you put out there is really important because you're, you're basically protecting your reputation, right? And it, it's yeah. so true. I mean, how many times have you seen like some big celebrity and a few months later, like some, you know, crazy stuff has come out in, in media because of something that they said or did, you know, X amount of years ago. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Though. I've never, I've never really understood celebrities that would endorse products that they haven't tried or don't even know what's in. I don't, I, I don't understand that. It's, a, it's so funny you bring that up. I'm, I'm planning on um, doing some content of honest reviews. So actually using my own money, buying the product and actually reviewing it because as some of you know, I do work in marketing and have been looking at trends, etc. cetera. Um, sponsored posts don't work anymore, by the way, <laughs> really all that well. Um, people know to scroll by now and people are yeah. looking for honesty they are looking for yeah. the real products with so many shit products around left right and center everybody wants to know you know what yeah. is legitimate and what isn't um it's very interesting times honestly when it comes for to sure this. and i think if you put yourself especially if you're a celebrity you have a responsibility to to ride this this train of wokeness you know what i mean you, you, you have to is this product a sustainable product because you have the choices but if you are also i understand like a struggling actor um who just wants to do a job and maybe they they don't agree with it but they do a whitening cream ad hmm. i don't think they need to punish themselves for it if they're just trying to make a living yeah. But if you have that fame you have that following you have that power i feel like in today's world you're allowed to question everything you are, you know, it's it, the, yeah. Right. Is it an ethical yes, product? 100%. You find your yeah. own power. And I think since, since even the me too movement and stuff, we, we, that, that's mm -hmm. when that started when, when people are like, Oh, I can make a fuss when I'm not treated right. Oh, I can communicate I can say something. 
what it is yeah. that I want. Yeah, I'm allowed to talk. Yeah. I'm allowed to have a voice. Yeah, you know, and exactly. just women in general in the industry have that issue. But I'm seeing it all across the board now. And I'm I'm thrilled, quite honestly. It doesn't go overboard. Yeah, it does. Yes, you know, it it's overboard. a double edged sword. And yeah. that's a whole other conversation, too. But it <laughs> is so I have a list. There's we so, have many, so conversations. many other conversations. These are all segments so. later. <laughs> <laughs> um, that being said, if you know, going back on topic, you know, the other challenges of being a woman in the industry, I think it does need to be said, you know, we are no different than than any other country bringing up me too and stuff like that yeah always go to a public casting do not meet somebody one-on-one -on -one in their hotel room find out who it is you are working with follow your gut it is there for a reason it is there for a reason and listen to it and if you are ever unsure just find somebody who seems active in the community and ask them hey do you know this person do you know if they're legit do you know if they're okay you know, yeah. there's there's a lot of bad people in the industry here, you know, and I'm, I'm in it with a few right now, quite honestly. And I've been here for as long as I have. But yes. you stand your ground and you deal with what you have to deal with. And you always make sure you're safe. Bring a friend. Make sure you know who you're who you're casting with. You know, it's it's not all safe out there. And people yeah. will say, oh, you know, Thailand's so safe. No, <laughs> we're just the same as everywhere else. Okay, it's not, so just yeah. protect yourself. Especially, and also red flags. It's important to look for red flags. Like if you weren't allowed to see the full script and you've been mm -hmm. cast as a role, um, or there's no contract, uh, there should be a contract, you know? Because what could happen is this, this script lands in you on the day before the shoot, um, and there's a nude scene tomorrow that you have yeah. to do, and you're like, oh, no, I'm not okay with that. And then you've put yourself or you're, you've been put in a difficult position and then somehow they make you look like you're being difficult. Oh, are you yeah. Remember you're now? not, remember yeah. you're not. You yeah. have boundaries. So you like, you don't let no. them cross them. Yeah. Um, there's also been cases of like a red flag is if you have to pay for anything first, Yes. if you have to pay Ooh. for anything first, say no, walk away. It's a scam. If you have to fly somewhere, uh check where you have to fly who you have to fly with the legitimate legitimate legitimacy thank you of the company um and if you can if you're especially if you're young um and don't try to go with someone yes you know because thailand they don't shoot everything in thailand so sometimes this could be a hub and you go off to malaysia indonesia philippines hong kong china or even in the middle of places. nowhere in thailand or in the like, middle of nowhere thailand, in a yeah. jungle <laughs> yeah, there's, it's important to check everything. You you, you want to be you want to be like a yes man, right? And you want to do as many jobs as you can, especially starting. But you can't just say yes to everything without double checking everything. Because it's a dangerous world. It is. Yeah. It is a dangerous world. Let's yeah. not end on that note. I know. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's give a uh, let's give our top tips. Like what's what's your piece of it? Actually, no. Let's do it like this. What would you have told Kelly Jones, the actress, ten years ago? What do you wish she knew? Um. Oh, that's gonna make me emotional. Huh? <laughs> yeah, ten years ago, what I wish she knew. 
um, rejection is a part of acting and train in acting <laughs> all the time to constantly do research, learn, read, meet with people, exercise. I mean, I'm, I'm happily doing this now, you know, for the last few years, but 10 years ago was not, um, you're beautiful, like just the way you are. And, yeah. uh, I don't know. <laughs> There's so many things. Never <laughs> give, don't give up. Don't let, um, don't compare. There's a big thing. So constantly comparing, you go on set and you, you're like, you've got a role. It's a small role, but it's still a role. But then you might like look over there and be like, look at their roles. They're so much better than me. And then you get inside your head. And then when it's time for you to shoot, you completely fuck up because it's like, you're so insecure now at this point. So it's like, just get out of your head. That's an, another big one. Yeah, I agree. Um, the one yeah, I can I think of is take work that makes your heart sing, even if it's free work, because not mm -hmm. always will you have work that comes in that you're going to enjoy. You'll, from time to time, or a lot of the time, you'll be on a set going, what the hell is going on right now? <laughs> or why have I been here for 48 hours straight? You know, it's not an easy one. And and a lot of the projects that we end up doing are just corporate or just something that we're not interested in. So if something does come up and it makes your heart sing and like you have a passion for it, go for it, even if it's free, honestly. You wanna be able to do that. Cause I feel like sometimes we get stuck in a rut as actors yes. and we get all these jobs that are like unfulfilling, 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 you know, Forex mm. commercial, you know, toothpaste commercial, this, that, and the other. The yeah. reason we got into this industry in the first place is we're artists. That's it. Exactly. First and foremost, yeah. we love the art. And where is the art in a lot of that? You know, I'm excited about where content is going because brands actually have to get people to notice them again instead of just throw products in their face. Like the, the way the market is changing now is very interesting with that. So I want to yeah. see where that's going. But it also means for us that there's going to be a lot more interesting projects out there. And the more projects you can get that make your heart sing, the better. Yeah. Because then you're doing it right. You know? And that that's so true, Katie. It's so, so, so true. And not, those projects may not necessarily be out there, which brings me back to create your own to yeah. find that group and create your own it is so fulfilling it is satisfying and if even if it comes out shitty like it's all edited and you watch and you're like okay guys we, let's not show that to anyone it's um it's practice though you've had practice you know and each time you do another one it gets better yeah. i am living proof of it it it's just you have to create some of your own stuff as well yeah i agree um, i think another good do piece another actor stuff yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think another good piece is um, I get jobs behind the scenes. I learned so much yeah, working yeah. behind the scenes. When I started working production, I had so many like epiphany moments. I was like, oh, yes. oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and you realize, excuse my French, the clusterfuck that production usually is and why you need to sit down and do your job. <laughs> like, yes and do your job 
you know um yeah, yeah. and and the best productions i'm on lack a lot of ego and that's what i love um that's a big one too so i go into every job feeling that basically do you have any final words kelly jones do i have any what sorry final words final words um final words gosh i don't Mm, yeah, I feel like we've covered quite go a bit. Go get him but, speech. Go okay, get him speech. I do have. Uh, well, this is not so much a go get him one. Okay, it is. I got a go get him one. Fine. I threw out the other thing. Um, the important thing, and I keep saying this, and I said this before, is to practice. Is to just keep practicing and don't give up. It's it re again, rejection is part of acting. So if you think of it like that, if you think of that as part of the process then you can actually benefit from it because you're like, ah, okay, so I, I didn't get that one because, and maybe I could try this differently. When you do an audition and you don't get it, um, I recommend keeping your side, unless it's really crappy and you didn't like it. But if you, you really wanted it and you didn't get it, and then you get upset and you're like, no, and you throw it, don't. Keep it and come back to it and freaking perfect that doesn't matter you're not going to get the job but at least you know how to do it next time right if, if something like that does come up um and um network i don't know i don't have final words <laughs> yeah <laughs> get yourself out there exactly that's what i wanted right that's what i wanted <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> those are great final words <laughs> How about you, Kat? Do you have any final words from your perspective? Just go out, enjoy it, be safe. And like what Kelly said, it's not its not a picnic. It's not a walk in the park. You've got to want this. You've got to want this. Yeah. So go out and get it. And don't bitch and complain. And and yeah. do your best. That's thats thats all I can say. Honestly, it's, it's like 80% drive. It's like 80% drive. Once you know that, you know, that's where you feel you should be. You feel you have, you know, at least some of the skill. Get it. Just keep going. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> cool. I mean, and, well, yeah. Just sorry. Like what you said, Katie, it's um, marketing is a huge thing as well. So you are your product. You have to market yourself like constantly. So in these days, I feel like mm -hmm. there's no excuse, right? You, I, I should even be doing more. Like, you should be branding yourself. Everyone should be like branding themselves. The you have social media just constantly put stuff out of, about you. Um, so, yeah, that's it. I just wanted to add that one thing is just market yourself as a product. Oh, wait, we have one question. Ooh. From my uncle. Hi, uncle. Um, what are the ratio of rejections to getting a job? Ooh. Uh, it's not like dependent on the person or the place. Yeah. Or... I mean, in your experience. Uh, gosh. If you, okay, so yeah, I'm trying to think how to. How do I calculate this? On well, a good month, pre-COVID on a good month, on a big casting month, say you did 20 castings within that month. Oh, 20 casts. That's a lot. I've never done 20 It is a lot. Yeah. Um, I'd probably get like three. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. It also depends. Like, it really, really depends. I'm not, maybe it I'm really not what I'm looking depend. for. Yeah. What I have noticed a pattern, just for your uncle there, is, is these streaks, winning streaks. So, and every single actor I know, including your husband, has gone yeah. through it where you, you get uh, like one job and then another. And you're like, well, that was lucky. It was like one job after the other. And then suddenly it's like, bloop, 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 and you get like six jobs and some of them are overlapping. So you have to turn down some. Yeah. And then those jobs are done and you're feeling great. And then it's like, and you're like, hello, like, tumbleweed, tumbleweed, tumbleweed. And you don't get any. It's almost like, any it's almost like they remember you exist. You get all this work, and then they're like, okay, we're bored. And then yeah. you're gone. And then it's like this cycle, this ro rotation. That's true, actually, yeah. good one. All right, we got to wrap up. All yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah. So quick, quick thing. Uh, if, if people who are listening or will listen to this later and if they had any questions or wanted to get a little bit more resources, do they have the liberty to reaching out to you ladies to, to have that conversation? Please feel free to reach out on our women living in Thailand and then we can, we can show them where to go from there. For sure. For sure. And then, um, yeah, we can also, we can also link a few of those uh, Facebook groups oh, for, um, sure. for people yeah. to discover through our social media yeah. and all of that. Too, I'll send so. you links, links, links will be put up for sure. My favorite groups. And then you can go from there. Okay, yeah. cool. Awesome. Uh, well, well, thank you ladies for sharing uh, such valuable knowledge. Um, I'm just going to drop a little note about our upcoming uh, topics so we can start wrapping things up. So in the next coming weeks, you will be uh, hearing from Aparna from uh, Stylish Suitcase. We will be talking about all things sustainable fashion, what's going on in that industry, how to stay a part of it. Um, as we, as you, some of you know, I'm also very passionate about this topic, so we will definitely be sharing some um, information of, uh, you know, how to be more sustainable. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's let's just try to be 100% sustainable in our lives as much as possible, yeah. people. Uh, we'll also be hearing from Shalini, and she's the author of a book called Instant Pain Relief, so she's launching her book. She'll be coming on the show to share uh, about her book and who she is and what she's doing, and hey, we're always supporting women who are doing their own thing, so that's fantastic. We'll also hear from Madame Rouge again herself, Jade, embracing your style and some tips to bring your style to life uh, so that's really exciting and lastly we will also be hearing from uh, Lauren who's a good friend of mine and she's running this awesome project called Hear My Voice which is basically working with women around the world to help them develop their voice in their communities and move ahead in their lives and careers so please do stay tuned we will be publishing the dates uh, for those pretty soon uh, but we have some exciting rooms coming up and for anyone out there who's listening, if you are interested in sharing something about what you're up to and you want to get yourself out there, you just want to have a fun conversation, please do reach out to us. There is a sign-up sheet. Um, if you check our Instagram, there's a link in our bio so you can see our podcast. You can see what we've been up to, the sign-up sheet. Um, or if you know somebody who deserves to be on this platform, please send them our way. Not only limited to women, uh, we no. do take men in <laughs> once, in a, once in a while. Not always. We know we take them in once in a while. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna be friendly. Like <laughs> yeah, you must be feminist and you must be friendly. <laughs> yeah, and you must not think feminist is a bad word. Can we stop yeah. that shit? Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, don't get me started. Yeah, <laughs> and on that on that last note, Kelly, I just want to say, um, you know, do you oh, obviously you remember uh, when you did what was that show, Death of Miss America? Yes. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> 
gosh. That was so fun. You know, I, I photographed you guys. Uh, like yeah, the picture yeah. on the wall is, is uh, was my picture. You're our photographer. Fun. Yeah, you're that was amazing. super fun. And I just, you know, yeah. every time I think about oh, that flashbacks. show. <laughs> yeah, I did. You were there also. too, Kat, right? You were, were you working on the production? Uh, that's a long story. Just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Long story. yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know. But um, funny thing about the 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 whole thing is, every time I think about that show, I just remember one of the other actresses who was representing Thailand, and she did the Thai squat. <laughs> Do you remember that scene where she did the Thai yeah. squat to wash something? Every time yeah. I like, I see a picture or a memory come up, I just always picture that moment right there. <laughs> so good. I know it was so. Good. I do it the Thai really squat. Good. It's it's like the most yeah. comfortable position for me. I can't. I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta practice, just like we've been talking no, about. Have okay? you seen it on the video? <laughs> I gotta practice. Okay. Yeah, squatting, squatting and film that and post that. Thank uh, you. Yeah, okay. there you go. Add it to your right, reel. <laughs> Squat reel. All right, ladies, time to wrap it up. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that we got to do this today. Um, yeah. So, um, just Thank a side you. note: podcast will be up um, in the coming days after. So, if you missed the Facebook Live, uh, or if you want to rewatch Facebook Live, it's on our page. Or if you don't want to see our faces and just hear our beautiful voices, you can find us on Apple, Spotify. Um, anchor and all of that stuff so yeah mm. peace out everybody hope you have a wonderful rest of the week and uh hence you know a big congrats to thailand for legalizing it not yet legalizing <laughs> it sort of sort of <laughs> what's been legalized okay oh, bye yeah. cal uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 Bye. Bye. <laughs>